Anti-Hamlet Review by Ebony Beaton. This review contains mature content and language and some pretty major spoilers about the show. Straight up, Anti-Hamlet was one of the best productions I've seen this year. It was absolutely thrilling and so engaging it left me exhausted and unable to get up from my seat, which is always a very special experience that I've only felt twice before. I loved it so much that I saw it two times on its opening weekend. Not only because I loved it, but because it was so complex and intellectual, I think I had to go see it twice to get a stronger grasp of what it all meant. The first time seeing it was like being a twig thrown into a whirlwind and coming out the other side with flowers growing all over me but not knowing how they got there. The second time I saw it, I was able to process the content of the work with a deeper sense of comprehension, which was very rewarding. That being said, you don't have to see Mark Wilson's phenomenal work twice to fully appreciate it as a production, nor do you have to have a deep understanding of William Shakespeare's Hamlet. I came to the show not knowing much about Hamlet. My friend I went with gave me a quick recap of the story before we were ushered into the theatre. I think knowing Hamlet would be very helpful, but not essential, and I think having a small knowledge of it would be fine. Mark and his perfectly picked collaborators took Hamlet and gave it a good shake, tipping out all the language and political content of the late 1500s and replaced it with a magnificently crafted contemporary script filled with references to current Australian and world politics. They kept much of the structure of the original Hamlet, but set it in modern Australia. They still called the location they were in Denmark, like in the original Hamlet, but it was very clear that it was a substitute name for Australia, I suppose to make it less on the nose. In this play's reality, Denmark is a constitutional monarchy. A referendum is going to take place, and if passed, make it a republic. Making Claudius, played by Marco Chiappi, the current Prime Minister, the President of Denmark. Claudius seemed to be an amalgamation of Liberal Party leaders. Gertrude was still the Queen and Hamlet's mother, played very luxuriously by Natasha Herbert. Hamlet was still the Prince, played by Mark Wilson, reworked to be a Melbourne academic off-the-rails student prince turned anarchist. Ophelia, played by Natasha Flowers, was reworked to be a clear-headed Rhodes Scholar graduate of Oxford that works for Claudius in hope to incite social change around the treatment of asylum seekers. Horatio, Hamlet's friend in the original script, played by Marcus Mackenzie, was still used by name in the play, but his character is less of a friend to Hamlet and more of a reoccurring character that helps or interacts with Hamlet, such as a busker Hamlet gives a $5 note to and a stage manager of Hamlet's one-man show. Marcus also plays the anti-Hamlet. Two more characters were worked into the show who replaced characters of the original play. Polynices reworked as Sigmund Freud, played magnificently by Brian Lipson, and Laertes reworked as Edward Bernays, played astonishingly by Charles Purcell. Sigmund Freud was played as himself, but as a psychoanalyst for the characters in the play. 
If I had to choose, Edward Bernays was my favourite character. He was a manipulative, powerful, 50s talking American man who helps Claudius become the president of Denmark. Like Freud, Bernays was a real historical figure who basically invented propaganda and is very interesting. Look him up. The ensemble of performers was shockingly good and just perfectly cast. All the performers had crafted their characters in such an astonishing way, with real depth and meaning. The set and costume design by Romney Harper was elaborate, clean and beautiful. The stage was framed with scaffolding and a luscious red curtain around the perimeter. The costumes for each character matched very well, especially Gertrude, who I think had a different luxurious gown in every scene. Amelia Lever Davidson's lighting design beautifully complemented the set, costumes and performances. She created an electric atmosphere with her wonderful design. The sound design by Tom Backus was crafted nicely to fit into the show. It worked to the advantage of the dialogue-heavy script and intense aesthetic of the production. The story Mark created in his new adaption, Anti-Hamlet, was so complex and intellectual I don't think I could do it justice recounting it. It was beautifully nuanced and at times meta. It had a perfect balance of comedy and seriousness. Something I really admired about this production was how fast the cast and creative team pushed the boundaries. One of the standout moments in this production was the final scene of the first act, where after being told by Freud that all of Hamlet's troubles would be solved if Hamlet had sex with her, Gertrude takes Hamlet to her closet and invites him to fuck her. Hamlet succumbs and tries but can't get an erection. He tries to masturbate but can't. At this point we hear Freud behind the curtain masturbating. Hamlet is filled with rage and naked runs to Freud, pushes him behind the couch and kills him covered in blood and he screams, I have killed Sigmund Freud, while holding up his decapitated head wrapped in an Australian flag. And then the curtain closes in front of them. I was left feeling dazed and unable to speak. There are multiple other moments in the play that had this effect on me. The commitment and bravery shown in this play, and in this scene in particular, are what I loved about seeing and making theatre. Seeing artists be brave and uncensored in their words and actions is inspiring and beautiful. Anti-Hamlet, presented by TheatreWorks and New Working Group, is confronting, political, breathtaking and thought-provoking. New Working Group are shaping up to be one of my favourite theatre groups. The bravery and talent of these artists is incredible and extremely inspiring, particularly for a young theatre maker like myself. Do yourself a favour and go see this show. It runs in about two and a half hours with an intermission, so make sure you're well fed beforehand. It is now showing at Theatre Works in St Kilda until November 13th.